What's up, everyone? Yeah, it's late. It's uh, 12.30 a.m. here, and I'm awake. You're awake. So thank you for being here uh, for this impromptu Mavcast uh, where I, I just can't help but go live right now because this is like pure insanity that I am seeing this last week and even going into yesterday and today um regarding the xbox and the xbox community and all this kind of stuff and like it's i i I don't know if even a lot of the 2013 stuff was like this just uniformly uh bad as far as messaging and people freaking out like i and but the weird thing is especially with this there's no concrete information yet for everybody to get worked up on except for insiders, leakers, and stuff like that. So I'm not saying it's not true, but insane amount of uh, spiraling chaos regarding the Xbox brand and Xbox community. And just when you think it might die down until maybe we get the actual information from Microsoft uh, next week, um, no, it, there's no, there's no calming down this storm right now. Three um, <laughs> bit said, "Hey, breaking news! You just sent me a DM saying there is no news. Yeah, there is no news. Right? Yeah. So there was, there was this um, person." Uh, that runs a Twitter account that there's in the community. And, well, I, I'm going to say in the community, but I don't really think they should be considered part of the community. But anyway, they they went and did a whole breaking news thing to try and drive engagement. Like, I, I guess you could say I'm driving engagement right now by even talking about all this stuff. But I'm sitting here because I just actually want to talk about it, right? Like, but... <laughs> they they did a headline like breaking news right like tune in later tonight for our spaces because we have information to tell you what's really going on or something like that right and uh you had a couple people like idle sloth retweeted i i saw the twitter account so i know who that is i completely knew it was bullshit because of the history of the person running that account and what they've done in the past within the community and things that they've done. Um, And I'm just going to say that I'm not going to say the name of it, but if you know what I'm talking about, just completely ignore anything that that count people have to say. I'm not saying that the website isn't solid that they have, it's a solid website. But everything around that, just anything that they say or ever do, know that it's with different intentions in mind. Right. So, of course, a lot of people don't know the difference or even remember who this person is or realize the person that's running that account or, or anything like that. So they just show up and they talk. It ends up turning into another Tim Dog space, pretty much is what what happens uh but there was no news there was no breaking news there's no information it was just hypotheticals it's just speculation it was just hearsay uh, things like that um 
they try to turn it into their own little podcast thing. Uh, supposedly, I saw everybody's comments on it just to see what kind of shit show it was. And everybody's like, where's the news? There's no news. Meanwhile, here the last couple of days, Xbox fan number one to many in the Xbox community. Somebody has been there uh, for a long time, Tim Dog. Um, shout out to Tim Dog. I have no ill will or disrespect for Tim Dog, but this guy has just gone off the deep end with Xbox. <laughs> um, there's a, I don't even know the spaces may still be going on, Delroy. I don't know, but. Um, I, I don't want to say the name publicly on the YouTube channel because I think the person's a scumbag and they could do things to people that mention them, you know, I, I don't know. So anyway, the Tim dog who's been there like cheerleading on Xbox and all this stuff has gone so far as much to now say that he's not an Xbox fan anymore, right? And there's a lot of people like kind of going along with that. And like, I honestly, I think I, I understand that there's probably, there's some truths to maybe what is happening behind the scenes and we don't know all the answers yet. And we're going to find out, but I just really think everybody just needs to chill the fuck out a little bit. Right? Like just first off, right? This even though I love video games, I'm passionate about video games. I love Xbox. I have I have six fucking Xboxes in my house, right? Like if anybody should be concerned about digital libraries or consoles or anything like that, not in like it should it should be somebody that is super invested in the Xbox ecosystem. I am not concerned personally whatsoever. Now I the what does what does concern me on the flip side is the community and everything that's going on right now. Because that has such an effect on everything, more so than the decisions that a company might make. It's the reaction of the fan base and the mind share that is caused from that that can have these hugely damaging impacts to a brand, uh, brand identity, and all those kind of things. Now, I'm not saying it's not Xbox's fault, potentially, uh, if they do something to cause that. But as of right now, there has been nothing announced or said from Xbox to cause this, except for supposedly somebody within the ranks of Microsoft sending out information to different content creators and journalists trying to cause dissension within Microsoft and Xbox to push them to do things in the way that they think is best, which they are siding with what a lot of the community thinks is best, right? So a lot of this right now is based on that, right? You have supposedly as Mag and Colt Eastwood had described as like a, almost like a, a small coup within Xbox and somebody's trying to uh, use the power of the people to sway things and it's like okay that's that's cool and all like but ultimately i have a question like with all the fallout from this with all the fallout that has happened with the community and everything going on right like is this more damaging than good potentially 
Now, we'll have to see what moves are made, but we don't know. Remember, a lot of the rumors that were circulating was just considerations. Was just considerations, right? So, if they're just considering things, then isn't that a normal thing for a lot of companies to do is considering, right? Yeah, sure. A lot of companies consider a lot of things. We've had tons of leaks in the past uh, from documents from Microsoft that shows their considerations on a lot of different things that, that some things the community may have not liked or liked or whatever. Um, and the one of the biggest issues for me here is we will never know the truth now. Like, Maybe because I walked it back and maybe it did some good, right? But, like, this is also bad what's happening right now. So, like, what's better? I don't know. Like, when you when you have the community, like, think about this for a second. Because this is, this is conversation I am seeing online right now. So, in, in a vacuum, if we're to forget about console wars, we're, we're to forget about, we're, we're to forget about, what it means to have exclusive games and all these other kind of things because like, you know, for your ecosystem and all this kind of stuff. And it really helps grow and establish that with identity and helps the product. If we forget about that, just at a consumer level, right at a consumer level, based on the money that I spend as a consumer, that's most people, right? That's most people. That's not, that's not going to be like this, hardcore gaming community, right? Most people are, are more uh, money-focused and all that kind of stuff, value-focused, and, you know, play the exciting things where they can and all that kind of stuff. And I agree, there's not as much reason that you need to own an Xbox as there is a PlayStation or a Nintendo, but that's been the case for a long time now, and that's going to continue to be the case as the ecosystem grows into multiple different things. But what I've seen that's been blowing my mind, at, consumers, like, Actual people that are investing and spending money in a brand are advocating to spend more money in turn for keeping games off of other platforms. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I, I get that, but there's, they're literally saying, like, should we, like, do away with Game Pass Day 1 to keep games off of PlayStation? And I'm like, for me, for me as a consumer, I'm then if I want to play those games day and date, I'm spending more money. That is a negative towards me. But you have actual Xbox fans advocating for the downfall of Game Pass, which is the best value in gaming ever, in turn, just to make sure those games stay exclusive, which is. Like it, like I said, in a vacuum, that's fucking crazy, right? Like, just let's just be real. Any consumer saying I want to pay more money just so somebody else can't have the same experience that I am, make it more expensive for me so the other person can't do the same thing, right? Now, again, that's just from a consumer perspective. If we flip it and we talk about the business side, right? If we talk about the business side, yeah, there's arguments to be made 
and you can we can talk about that, but that's not our job as fucking consumers to fix the companies. That's not the that's not the job of consumers to run the business of the trillion dollar corporations. Like it blows my mind to actually see that enough damage was done and enough panic is out there that Xbox gamers are advocating to spend more money on their games to keep other people from playing it. Like that is insane. That's pure chaos levels to me. Like the same people and many in the, in the community that have been championing game pass, championing the fact that it is sustainable, that it is profitable that the, all of these games are great, that ABK adding to the mix is going to add value to that potentially if they can get those games in there and all these other things. All, all these things are going to help grow the ecosystem, which in turn, at the end of the day, is better for us as consumers and better for us as gamers and for our wallet, right? But now these people, because potentially somebody within Microsoft sent some messages, right, saying that no... You know, we might have to put some games occasionally on PlayStation or Nintendo. It's like, oh, don't no, take away my Game Pass. Oh, my God, this is devastating. Uh, nobody's going to want an Xbox anymore. And uh, I want to pay more money for my games because the plastic box is that fucking important to me that I need to spend more money to protect it. Like, as a goodwill faith gesture as a consumer to prop the company up that's making hand over fucking fist on us like how does that make fucking sense in any kind of realm as a consumer I, I I get the actual business argument to be made and I and I've said this numerous times business wise I think it's a mistake if Xbox does that right but I'm not going to advocate them to take away fucking game pass or do anything like that or take away day and date games or all that kind of stuff in order to keep games off of PlayStation or Nintendo for me how does that benefit me like I think people are reaching so much off the deep end here because of some of these rumors and some of this stuff going on yeah, Outlaw says these dudes selling their consoles after spending thousands on the Xbox platform over rumors laughable. I've, people have been posting shit like that. I've seen that too. It is not, there's no rational, there's no, there's no fucking rational thought or actual comprehension about your own like financial sense, your own enjoyment. It's purely about we want Xbox to be better than. Because they want Xbox to be desired as much as they desire, right? And I desire Xbox. I, I fucking, like I said, I have six of them. And I'm going to continue. Again, like Jez said, there's already there's hardware in the works right now. The, the people jumping off the deep end saying that, well, our digital library is the thing that's going to go, right? Like, what? Where are you? How are you going from potentially Xbox might release Hi-Fi Rush to these and potentially some other games in the future six months to 12 months later on other platforms to the fact that their digital storefront is going to disappear? You know how long Microsoft's had like digital storefronts? Like they're one of the first out there in the world to have a digital storefront. And like you can still access a lot of the shit you did back then. Like there's no danger in your actual storefront to go away now if you're concerned 
about well now uh if they don't make hardware in the future where am i going to access that stuff they are literally writing the book on access to your digital to your to your library they have they are the ones that have actually changed the entire fucking industry with that and are they going to include console hardware as part of that yes they have they're already in the works according to Jess Corden who's always on the money and we also know that there's very legitimate reason financially for them to do so because there is because of those libraries and because of those digital storefronts because of all these things that we've invested in for so long as Xbox gamers and also because of all these other games that have c- coming out including exclusive things and games and game pass there's reasons for people to console gamers to want to buy an Xbox. If you feel that it's go- that's going to disappear and that there's no reason ever to buy an Xbox now because six months or 12 months later, another game comes out on PlayStation. Why did you ever play Xbox in the first place? Why were you on Xbox already? You cannot tell me it's because it's the only place to play Sea of Thieves. Tell, tell, explain why you bought and you played on Xbox One the entire last generation if the only reason was because day and date exclusives and that those games never showed up anywhere else. That shit happened last generation. Last generation, they put shit on Nintendo. It it just literally yes there I don't think it's a smart business move for Xbox to do this because I think they have a chance to make bigger strides in the console space if they keep everything exclusive. But I'm not jumping off a fucking deep end saying I'm not going to play an Xbox anymore. I'm not an Xbox fan anymore. I don't like the ecosystem because some motherfucker out there can play Hi-Fi Rush on his Switch. Like, come on, really? That now we need to spend more money? Like, let's advocate for Microsoft to go up on prices or to get rid of Game Pass day and date or to do all this stuff just to make it to where other people don't get access to the games? There, It just makes no damn sense. And I see this kind of talk in the in the community now. And I'm like, what has fucking happened to you people who hurt you? What happened so bad to make you all of a sudden feel like Xbox is no longer worthy for your attention and for your gaming. They literally just bought ABK. They bought Zenimax Bethesda. They got all those other studios. And now we're saying you don't want those games in Game Pass, you fucking morons? You're saying, no, don't put them in Game Pass because other people might get to play other games? What? How stupid is that? I, of course, I, for me, I'm like, yeah, give, as a consumer, I'm thinking about me and my value first. Yeah, give me every fucking game in Game Pass day and date. 
yeah, get more sub subscribers into Game Pass Day that you put. They haven't even had the Treasure Trove game hit yet, which is Call of Duty. You put the entire Call of Duty library in that shit. There will have a lot more subscribers. They haven't even had a chance to market Call of Duty on consoles yet. And now we're advocating already for them. Oh, yeah, let's just not do that. Let's just, because, you know, we don't want Joe Schmo to be able to play um, Sea of Thieves on his PS5. That would be just the end of the fucking world. Like, oh, my God, Xbox is dead. Why would anybody ever want one? Why would anybody ever want a, a Xbox if you can play Sea of Thieves or Hi-Fi Rush or potentially even Gears of War on a PlayStation years after fucking it came out on Xbox? I mean, just really just... Everybody needs to relax. R-E-L-A-X. Again, I'm not saying I agree with the business decision there. And I agree that it's going to upset a lot of Xbox diehards and stuff, as you can clearly tell by social media. But when it comes down to it, right? It comes down to it. The reaction from the community... And the mob mindset mentality of everybody acting this way is way worse than the reality of just somebody else getting to play a fucking game on another system. Like, and I'm not for that, but it's not worth this. And like, really? Like, it's just, it's just not like, you're talking about rumors of potentially games going later, right? Now, I I don't think Microsoft needs to do it. I think it's pure greed and them just trying to make it extra money and they're kind of uh, spitting in their fans' faces a little bit. Yeah, sure, right? Uh, all the stuff that people have invested in over all the time and all that kind of stuff, yeah. But like at the end of the day, as your experience, really think about it, is it that big of a deal? Yeah, the, the Xbox as a brand and console disappearing. I see that. Um, so Xbox as a brand, brand one day could disappear. It could just become a game. Game Pass could be the brand. It could be a different name for devices in the future as the ecosystem changes. Right. Uh, it could be that your um, console like 10 years from now is different, which we all thought was going to be anyway. Right. Um, I mean, you're talking about maybe entering the last generation, whatever this next generation is of actual hardware. And then by that time, there's lots of different kinds of, well, I'm not going to say hardware because hard hardware, I think is going to evolve into multiple different avenues of access and the ecosystems are more going to be like applications to access within those things or dedicated devices sold throughout that has launchers and storefronts built within like that's dedicated that is the defaults right like i think over time long term those the ecosystem is going to exist in a, in a different way right um but that's a, a future right that's a future that we could be ha heading towards that we're not here yet um yeah, Microsoft always jumps on things early. You know, I think they should have, if they are doing this stuff, if they are putting games like multiplat, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think maybe 
they should have waited to see what the impact they could have to grow the console space even more from ABK and, and all those other kind of things, right? I think that would have been the smart thing to do. But I'm not going to go fucking sell my Xbox. I'm not going to, like, say I'm going to stop playing an Xbox or lose faith in the, the digital library. Like, like, again, that's, like, that's, like, jumping so far in, into a reach area where it's, like, okay, here's the, here's the reality of what they might possibly do. And people are just automatically jumping to the worst-case scenario that is so far from moved from reality right now. But by their actions and the over-freaking-out about all this stuff, they're accelerating that reality. Like, the, the community is by this craziness that is going on. You're, you're, you're actually perpetuating this to, to existence by losing faith because of rumors right now. Like, it's, it's, just, it's just kind of crazy. It's chaos. It's fucking chaos. I, this is nuts. This is nuts. It, they have literally not said anything yet. Um, Razor NZ, choo choo, motherfucker. Thanks, Razor NZ, for the 10 fun speculation memberships, bro. I absolutely appreciate you 100%. I agree. Like this, I talked about this on FSP. Yeah, this shit show right now, I, I, I don't get me wrong, this is Microsoft's fault because they haven't said anything yet, right? So clearly there, there's some truth to this stuff and they're trying to figure out how to deliver this message or whatever they're trying to say or how do they come, come up with it. But is it really worth everything that's going on right now? If you really think about it at the end of the day, just think about your experience as a consumer right now. In, in a perfect world, right, where nobody gave a shit about console wars, about any of that stuff, Right, they they pick they go and they buy a device based on the quality and the aspects of the device, and then that device is just an, an avenue to the ecosystem that they're interested in. Right, in, in a perfect world where the brands and all that kind of stuff does, doesn't fucking matter. Does your experience change individually on your device playing your ecosystem? If Joe Schmo in another town on a different device gets to play the same game, does your own personal experience change? For me, no, right? I'm still accessing my games the same way I do today. I'm still playing on the multiple devices that I have today. Nothing with my own personal experience is changed. What has changed is people's fear over the digital library diminishing and consoles going away because they have jumped to some other realm of possibility and worst possible case scenario situations. But we're talking about a multi-trillion dollar company here that has hundreds of millions of active users today. All over the place. Multiple places. Don't you think they want to have a dedicated storefront to where they make more money on the people that sp spend money on those games? Doesn't that make sense? And so instead of everything going outsourced to other storefronts, 
the whole battle they have against Apple and Google and all this stuff is about the ability to have a storefront on mobile. You think they're just going to get rid of your digital storefront and your ecosystem? You're missing the plot. That's one of the strengths they have as an ecosystem right now. Why would they ever do that when they have hundreds of millions of people spending money? You want to push them into the ecosystem. You want to push them to your storefront if possible. This is not going to necessarily work every single time, but like Steam, for example, has a huge dominance on the PC uh, place, right? But everybody that spends money on an Xbox PC store, they make more money on, right? Everybody that spends money on a uh, Xbox, they make more money on than if they buy a game on Steam. If you if you play games on 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 uh, XCloud, right, and you use that same same thing, they have every interest to have as many consumers as possible use their store and their access points. Talking about that disappearing is the furthest leap that could possibly exist because somebody else might get to play a game on a different storefront. Um, it, it's, just, uh, it's just chaos, guys. It's absolute chaos. Again, I'm not advocating for them putting games on other places. I'm just trying to put into reality a, like a check of perspective here uh, about the chaos that's happening within the community. And like, is that more damaging than any of the actions potentially themselves? Potentially. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, we don't know what they're going to say next week, right? Yeah, I think Microsoft is probably what's happening, right? Probably what's happening is you have some... Now that micro, Xbox is a bigger part of Microsoft's ecosystem, you have them look at different lens, different eyes, people trying to figure out how to make more money off of this huge treasure trove of ABK and all these things that they've gotten and like how do we maximize value and return on investment and all this kind of stuff, right? So you have numbers, guys, really... Uh, pushing for things more so than than they have before when Xbox was trying to grow into this, right? So as Pong has talked about numerous times about accelerating the vision, you know, and I think right now they're accelerating potentially uh, to a, a crazy degree and just trying to leapfrog into what they see as the future of gaming. Well, as they've done numerous times, they, they kind of go early on things. And... I think right now, like what's happening is turmoil within Xbox and Microsoft because of these potential changes. And you're seeing uh, people like thinking that, okay, this is bad. Like, I don't like this or whatever. I think this is going to be uh, not good and stuff. And, and you're having those people leak things and that's spreading to the community. Now you have pure chaos going on. Right. And ultimately the, the, sh one of the shitty things is right. Is as consumers now, we will never know 100% what the truth was. Like, we will, we will never know. Because at, every day right now, they're probably having meetings trying to figure out 
how they're going to send a message, what they should do, what they need to do. How do they call the storm, right? How do they get rid of this? How do they, um, how do they still do some of the things they want to do? Maybe, uh, maybe they walk back some decisions. They're, they're trying to get a, a huge plan together probably, and then still go along. But then you have people like Jez saying, oh, it's not so, as bad as we thought, or, you know, uh, then Mag and Colt Eastwood saying like, oh yeah, they said, don't worry or whatever. I, I don't remember exact words. It was like, um, oh, next week will be better. Don't listen to everything you read or whatever, like something like that. Uh, this, this random stuff going on that Tim dogs, like, don't listen to that. Don't listen to that stuff. It's a shit storm, right? They're just, so uh, who knows what the fuck's happening, right? The, the truth is that none of us really know. None of us really know. We know a lot of the rumors only said considering, right? So considering, considering, considering. Companies consider a lot of things that don't ever happen. And I think that's kind of what Tom Warren has been hinting at a little bit as well. Uh, so we'll find out maybe next week some of what this is all about. And we don't know. Until we know, don't sell your Xbox. <laughs> Until we know, don't do anything drastic. I mean, there's literally information that has been kind of spread around that has snowballed out of fucking control. You know, like it's just absolutely out of, out of control. Am I going to go sell my Xbox? No. Am I going to freak out? No, I play, I have a, I have a Nintendo switch. I have a PS five. I have six Xboxes and I have a gaming PC. I'm good personally, no matter what they fucking do. Right. I, I'm not trying to gloat or whatever, but I play a lot of games. I'm super invested into gaming and I just want to play games and that's all I care about. I prefer to play on Xbox. Uh, Gimme the Cheeks says F you, but they acknowledged it and said they would do an interview. It's a real report. Yeah, Microsoft said they're going to have a business news meet update thing uh, next week. Yeah, we've already addressed that. And like I said numerous times, Gimme the Cheeks is that there's probably truth to this and there's probably quite a bit of truth to it. But I'm, what I'm saying is wait till you see what they fucking say before you go and sell your Xbox to GameStop. Like <laughs> that people are freaking out and jumping off the deep and I'm not a fan anymore. I'm not this anymore. We haven't even fucking heard from Xbox yet. It doesn't matter that insiders and rumors and leakers and all this kind of stuff from somebody within Microsoft is leaking these things to them and telling us all these different things. Us as consumers need the information from the company. And yeah, maybe they walked shit back, right? Maybe they did because of this. And then, yay, celebration to whoever was doing this. But at the same time, people freaking out is like as damaging as anything, pretty much like what's going on right now. Like there's, it's just insanity out there. So like, I'll say, give me the cheeks. I'll say, F you too, my friend. Fuck off. Um, 
Shinto says the ecosystem is part of the OS. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wally says why we need to wait a week. I, I don't. I don't think we should have to wait a week. I think they should have said it sooner. Uh, I think they should have said things sooner, right? Like, yeah, I think ever since these rumors started snowballing, I think they let it get out of control. Uh, it started early in January, uh, with Nate the hate, and now it's going into, um, what, February 7th? So it's been a little over a month. They let this stuff kind of snowball. Oh, okay. He was replying to my name, not telling anyone to have you. I didn't even see that, dude. My bad. My bad. Uh, underreacting is just as bad. Um, yeah, like, it depends, like, on your composure as a person. Like, are you emotionally affected by this stuff? <laughs> uh, are, you, are you emotionally affected by this stuff? Me? No. I'm not emotionally affected by this stuff. Like, I, I enjoy playing fucking games. Like, like I, it it doesn't emotionally affect me if some other guy gets to play Halo. No, it doesn't emotionally affect me at all. Like, I just want to play games and I want as much good value in in good games as possible, right? And to see people like advocating for Game Pass to downsize or them to like not put games day and date in there and stuff like that anymore. It's just like jumping off the fucking deep end uh, to, to salvage the, your exclusivity, right? I get exclusives are important to the brand. I agree with that. I think it's a mistake for them to do that, uh, to move, put all those other games, other places. I, I have been on the record saying that numerous times, but I'm not going to get emotional about it. I don't care. Like personally, I, I don't care. Like if if I if if there's a, uh somebody else that all of a sudden gets to play Gears of War, right? Uh, the PlayStation gamers never had an Xbox and never interested in the Xbox, whatever. They all of a sudden got to play Gears of War. Does it affect me emotionally? Oh, that's that's my game. No, I don't fucking care. Like it should. I mean, I don't know. I I don't. Personally, I don't think it should affect anybody emotionally like that or cause them to jump off a deep end. But like business wise, I agree. But we're jumping like the community is reacting to, oh, no, this is going to damage Xbox. Is this going to damage Xbox? Is this going to damage Xbox? Is it going to devalue my library? Is it going to devalue my Xbox? Is it going to devalue this? Those words and that reaction is what is causing the damage. Because. All of a sudden, you're telling people that Xbox is irrelevant. All of a sudden, you're telling people that it doesn't matter. You don't need to own an Xbox anymore. All of a sudden, you're telling people like, "Hey, like, what, what are they doing? Why, why do they need to? Why does anybody even need to own an Xbox?" I see that so much. Like, I have every fucking reason to own an Xbox, and I will going forward. Like six years from now, if every game is everywhere on every device. I will still primarily play on an Xbox. It's just the reality. Uh, like, I will. So for me, emotionally, no.
I see some of the comments. You do whatever Kit's move does. Is that bad? Uh, he's known to, you know, be a little emotional at times. <laughs> That's the problem with Xbox. People think that way about PS5. Let me tell you. PlayStation is trying to get to the point where they can do the same things that Xbox is doing today. People think PlayStation is is bigger because they sell more hardware, right? PlayStation's ecosystem is six years behind Xboxes. Has been that way ever since the PS3 era. Ever since before then. Like online functionality, all these other things that they've done, gaming subscriptions, everything. You look at it. Usually, these things always follow around like five or six years after the Xbox innovates it, right? Um, and that's the same trend today. Like, what do we see? Xbox uh, has multifaceted ecosystem, but yeah, PlayStation is now starting to put their games on PC. They just had a report coming out lately that the future of the ecosystem is PC, console, and mobile, right? What does that fucking sound like to you guys, right? What does that sound like? Uh, there was a report a couple years ago that they were working on a, on a PC storefront. They still don't have it out yet because they don't have enough games to support it, but I think that's coming at some point, especially when they start putting their games day and date. Helldivers 2 launches tomorrow. It's coming on PC and console day and date. The future of the PlayStation ecosystem will catch up to that because they want to branch beyond the box as well. A part of the reason that their revenue is always so high is because they do sell so much more hardware, but they don't make a lot of profit on the hardware that they sell. It's not like Nintendo. Nintendo makes a killing on their hardware. PlayStation doesn't make a killing on their hardware. They try to by keep like making it lighter and they keep doing all those different things, but they, they don't make a killing on hardware. They make their money in the in the ecosystem in their storefront, right? So they need as many people to buy a PlayStation as possible. That's inherently different than Microsoft and Xbox, where they already have they have way more active users than PlayStation and Nintendo. You think that sounds crazy? Look at Minecraft alone. The amount of players in Minecraft is already more than uh, people that own a PS5. Uh, you, you talk about the amount of players in Minecraft, you talk about the amount of players in um, Diablo, Call of Duty. Uh, you you want to include Candy Crush in there? Sure, go ahead. You know, we're talking a lot of people, right? Uh, there are so many different massive games that Xbox has where they have huge numbers of active users. Uh, you talk about World of Warcraft. I mean, you just, it's nuts, right? Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, Fallout 76. But the difference between Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo is Xbox has those active users on PC, on Xbox consoles, on mobile, and on PlayStation and Nintendo today because there are games from those plat from Xbox that exist on those platforms. Uh, PlayStation has Elder Scrolls Online, Fallout 76, uh, Call of Duty, Diablo, um, you know, the Skyrim anniversary that they had launched. Uh, I think, I'm not sure, but I think Quake 2 Remastered even came out on there. Uh, lots of different things, right? right? Right, lots of different things. So, 
yeah, Xbox is including their mindset of those gamers and the decisions they're making now. And now I don't necessarily think they need to give them every game, right? I don't think that's a smart move because I think they need to still value the hardware more. And because I think they have, they're leaving more money on the table by not selling more Xboxes than I think they realize by valuing their ecosystem and really pushing that hard now that they have all this stuff. But we don't know what they're doing yet. Like, we don't know what they're doing yet. Jacob Novick says, I'm only worried about if we get a next-gen. Yeah, they're already working on next-gen hardware, bro. Like, there, there's tens of millions Xbox gamers that prefer to play on an Xbox. Also, depending on what they tell us about their strategies and all these other kind of things, there's still a lot of exclusivity at play. And those will make a difference when they launch their next devices. Right, so you're gonna have potentially a different looking future in the console space, right? But consoles are still going to be there, right? So as consoles become more like PCs as well, it's becoming easier and easier for third parties to port their games to multiple platforms, all these kind of different things. So it's gonna be very interesting. I I don't know 100% what's gonna happen. Obviously nobody does, right? But also none of these leakers and people spreading these rumors and all these kind of things from the mole within Microsoft who may not even have the whole picture themselves knows everything that Microsoft is going to do. Not everybody knows everything. I mean, you could, you could put Phil Spencer himself in a chair. Right and say, hey, Phil, I need you to 100% tell me everything that's going to happen over the next five years with Xbox. There's absolutely no way he could tell you 100% what's going to happen because there's always moving things in the industry. There's always things happening in the industry, and there's always shifts. How many different times do we hear about Xbox and Microsoft shifting their business strategy or shifting or coming up with different ideas or doing different things. It is always moving, right? Especially after an acquisition like ABK. So just everybody needs to relax, wait and see what they say. And if after they say what they say, you decide that I no longer have a reason to own an Xbox, that's completely fine. You go sell your Xbox. You go do whatever you want with it. You abandon the library yourself, your ecosystem that you built up yourself because you fear that one day it may no longer be relevant. That's completely up to you as an individual consumer. I can tell you this. I will be super happy as a clam playing my Xbox games on an Xbox console with complete faith going forward in the ecosystem. They didn't buy all this shit just to throw it away. Um, and I please add day and date and game pass. It's not our job to protect the bottom line of the corporations. Uh, these same people that were always championing it, saying how it was the right way forward and sustainable, all these other things are now saying it's bad for Xbox because of this. This just came up. It's just because of this. Now all of a sudden, 
Oh, Game Pass is a problem. Game Pass is an issue. Like, who were you for the last three years? Who were, like, who were you for the last three years? Like, really? You know, like, you're making all these arguments and also the financial reports and everything from Xbox and from Microsoft back everything that we've been saying. But yet, now it's a problem because they said they need to put a game somewhere else. They just want money. Mr. Nichols with $5 Super Chat says, Satya make an announcement for Ninth Circuit Court. That's all, folks. So, yeah, maybe that are having information come out then. I don't know. <laughs> Eastside Vandal says, so I should unite my girlfriend's family and wait until after the business update? Yeah. Or untie my girlfriend's family. <laughs> Sorry, unite. Should I untie my girlfriend's family and wait till after the... Yeah, I'd probably go ahead and untie her. Yeah. Um, am I breaking up for you? Audio's messed up? Is it better? I don't know why it's messed up because I haven't literally touched or done anything. Is that better? Okay, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. All right, guys. Uh, but when Xbox porting mainline first-party games, multiplat, you got to wonder if the success of the ports leads to Xbox as a console disappearing. How They make 30% more in their own storefront. There's like... Probably around, I don't know, 25, 30 million Xbox customers, like console owners right now. They're still selling about the same rate, roughly, as like the previous two generations. Like, I honestly, like the, the console market is not necessarily an issue for them. It's just that it, it hasn't had enough growth, right? Like, yeah, they they are kind of like less than less than um PlayStation and Nintendo obviously in the hardware space, right? But they have a dedicated amount of users that they can pretty much and have been able to count on for three generations now buying Xboxes, right? Why would they all of a sudden decide that those tens of millions of consumers that are going to spend more money than anybody else in their ecosystem doesn't matter at all. The, the investment to make hardware, yeah, sure, it's in, the, it's in the millions and it's expensive and all that kind of stuff and, you know, all the R&D and coming out with things. But if anything, with everything they have now, as big as the ecosystem goes... It is now. They have more reasons to make hardware than ever before. Because they have more shit to sell in their own storefronts. 
which they make 30% more on than other people's storefronts. Yes, they're still going to make consoles. Right? Like, they're still going to make a console for people to buy their shit in. Because the cost of making the consoles, as, as big as it seems and as expensive as it is, they make way more based on the storefronts, especially when you own shit like Call of Duty. Every single Call of Duty microtransaction or everything that anybody spends going in there now, they make 30% more before than they did before if they buy it within the Xbox storefront. Yeah, a lot of people are paranoid right now, right? I, I think, I think it's like surprising. I think like this is too too fast. I think people are like freaking out. You know, it's like Xbox can't go third party, like all this stuff. And people are probably gonna like some of the things that I had to say right now. But I'm just trying to put like a logical, r rational like thought process out there into the space because. People are jumping off the deep end. Consumers asking for people, asking other Xbox gamers to want to spend more money so this doesn't happen. As a consumer, that's the last thing. Light says, you just listed Multiplied as their biggest strength with active players, and most of them aren't playing on Xbox. Phil already said exclusive games aren't shifting the world to xbox consoles yeah a hundred percent but that still does not matter when you talk about the are they going to make a console or not because they have how much money do you think they make off of us like core xbox gamers or people that own xboxes they make a lot of fucking money even if more people play games on playstation or pc or mobile or, or whatever other other things there's a dedicated amount of people that are spending money on all these xbox games like it's just it makes sense to have a device for the people that are invested in the ecosystem like it, it would make no sense for them to not make consoles and in fact jez said they're already greenlit the next hardware that's among all this other stuff there may be only one console generation left anyway. So I, I just don't understand what the, the panic is about the fear of not making a console. Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, they obviously, right, are willing to, for more sales to put other things in other places. I mean, they've already done that with Steam. Right, because Steam has such a huge storefront that they like were like, okay, well, we can't rely on our own PC storefront. We're gonna make more money and take the thirty percent hit. Yeah, but I get that one hundred percent. But they still have the PC storefront, right? They they're still gonna have the Xbox storefront for consoles as well. Like maybe I don't know what kind of options we're gonna have. That's gonna be up in the question. But that's the same with every generation. What does the next generation of Xbox look like? Rumors are maybe like one handheld device that's like dockable. Uh, that's more of like a, a, a lesser than version and then like a more powerful version. Two SKU system, kind of like this generation. But this time with the power of ABK and everything behind it. Um, and 
you know, I, I don't want them to diminish Game Pass. That's their biggest strength. But also as a consumer, it's my biggest value. Yes, uh, Eastside, you're cracking me up, dude. Uh, they also own Battle.net now. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I, I think people are like, I'm not saying people don't have a reason to like look at this and be like concerned or have discussions about it or like what's best for the Xbox platform, what's best for me as a consumer and all that kind of stuff. But there's like, some of this shit is crazy, guys. Like that I'm seeing. And it's only snowballing because every day more people put more stuff out there. And there's a lot of engagement farming right now too. Like with that. Like you have that one space I was talking about that the person literally had no new information but like the breaking news and stuff like that. You have a lot of... You have like no no slight to Colt and, and Mag, right? No slight to them. Okay? But, because I, I like them both. Um... I consider them kind of friends and stuff. I like don't talk to them a lot, but I, I <laughs> on their shows, they were some of the first ones like reporting this stuff, right? Like, oh, look at this, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, we had this set or whatever Xbox considering doing the uh, putting games other places, all, all these kind of things, right? Um, and then it's from. It's from people that they trust and sources they trust, right? And that's why they put it out there. Otherwise, they wouldn't have put it out there if it wasn't for people they trust. But then, like, yesterday, it's like, you know, like, surprise, I got a text from somebody saying, hey, next week's going to be better. I uh, don't believe everything you read. And they're like, and then to go on to Twitter and be like, a lot of people are going to feel silly for overreacting about this stuff, you know, or, or how people are reacting I said, Jez has kind of been along those same lines as well. But, like, aren't you guys kind of part of the cause for why people are reacting this way in the first place? Like, and, like, to say, like, okay, now I have a person I trust saying this, but weren't the other people saying the other things people you trust, too? So, like, what's, what's the difference between this person of trust and the other person of trust? Right, and maybe like it was backpedaling, and now Microsoft is changing their mind and all doing all this stuff, which maybe is what a lot of the content creators are going to sell it as too. You know what I mean? See, so look at the change that we created within Microsoft. But the reality is, unfortunately, we never will know what the reality would have been. So really, I don't know what to fucking believe anymore. Like, how can one person of trust tell you one thing, and then the next person of trust tell you that everything's cool? And then it's like, well, we're overreacting. So, like, who who is it that's spreading this information? And was the original mole that was spreading this information the right one, the one that's in Tim Dog's ear, uh, massively doing this stuff, or the one that's telling everybody that everything's cool? Like, I, I I don't know, you know, like interesting stuff. Uh, Magnum says Jez farms for engagement. It's literally his job, but we should take what he says with the grain of salt. I, I think Jez, actually more so than anybody, is like been pretty quiet about a lot of this. Like he he's written he's written some articles like about the reaction, 
you know, like overall we had this big reaction now, and he's writing like how that's on Microsoft. I completely agree, right? I completely agree with that. Um, but overall, like Jez has been pretty connected in the past, and like I, Tom Warren's been pretty calm, cool, collected about this whole thing too. People that are generally more in the know, like have seemed to be more calm than some of the YouTubers and just Twitter personalities, right? I'm talking about like journalists that have more connections, right? Like we haven't seen a lot of stuff from a lot of those people yet, except reacting to what's going on in the community. And even Jez, like, you know, that people in the Xbox ecosystem are going to be okay. He, he's not worried anymore. Or like, you know, the Colt said that other thing, on his show now and stuff like that. But like, I don't know who they're getting their information from and we, we won't know who they're getting their information from, but ultimately we will never know. And we will never know what the original information would have been to begin with because it was all leaked and rumors and consider, and, and not just rumors of a hundred percent decisions. There was, there was a lot of these rumors were just considering considerations the only one that seems really concrete that's going to happen sooner than later is hi-fi rush other than that one it doesn't seem like we know a whole lot about what's going on except for potential considerations right so if they were considering who knows what the final decisions were right like i uh i i don't know so it's hard to see all this stuff and look at it and be like, okay, well, we should all calm down now, but you're all the same ones that have been instigating this stuff, like, and then spreading these rumors to begin with. But, like, what do... So who are we supposed to trust, your first source or this one? You know, like, it's just spreading confusion. It's chaos. I, I think there's a lot of nonsense out there right now. I think there's a lot of... um. People jumping off the deep end saying how their Xbox is no longer relevant or viable or that they need to raise prices on Game Pass or get rid of Game Pass. All these different things to protect them from going third party and stuff like that. And like, I, I as a consumer, I'm just sitting back and looking like, guys, chill the fuck out. Like, really? Just everybody just chill the fuck out. Just re, I, like, R-E-L-A-X. Uh, my beautiful wife pops in the chat says there's no difference because none of these big up people, these massive co companies give a shit enough to tell fucking YouTubers. Come on. Uh, yeah, I. I mean, they're also breaking laws if they're doing that, like if I, confidential information, like there, there, there's a risk there, right? That much of a damaging information is a huge risk. Um. Yeah, I I agree with that too. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, I think Tim was saying that he felt like you know not reply to his email or like give him an explanation or or something. Like, yeah, we're like none of us as consumers are like owed a heads up. Like, yeah, we we should like when they're messaging and they give us these plans, but like individually as a person. Like, I'm going to send them an email and expect a response. I'm like, what are you doing? I, I don't expect that at all, right? And, and no uh, no slight to any somebody that may think that, but I, I, would, I would never think like, I'm going to email, like, 
Phil Spencer or Microsoft and expect them to tell me what their business plans are. <laughs> like, like really? <laughs> Who the fuck am I? You know? <laughs> um, now eventually we'll find out, you know, but until then we don't, we don't know. Yeah. It, the, the, I think what we've seen also is like, we've seen the worst side of the of having a community like the Xbox community has, right? Like Xbox has built up this community strongly, especially over the last seven years, eight years now, probably uh, ever since Phil's took in charge and really tried to recommit to building a community around Xbox again. Uh, one that they had kind of felt people felt like they had abandoned before. And They've done that really well. They communicate with people. They, you know, have events and stuff. And they do a lot of things to kind of establish this, like, core community. And people feel like they're friends with them. They feel like, you know, they're my buddies, you know. Like, oh, yeah, we're all cool. And we, like, get to go tour the uh, tour the uh, the Xbox headquarters. We get all the all this stuff. You know, they'll, they'll answer my questions sometimes. I'll DM with them sometimes or whatever. And, like, you, you they've... That's part of their strategy, really, business-wise, about building a community, right? Now, what we've seen here, I think, is the downside of that. <laughs> like, the downside is you can build that up, and if they, if they turn on you because of some information that's coming out, you've given them so much power that they have controlled the message for you, right? Like, this Xbox community like with YouTube and podcasting and, and all this stuff has grown so much over the years. And, and a lot of these YouTube channels and some of these podcasts are getting more concurrent viewers and views than big games, media outlets, right? Like I, if you watch like a stream on IGN or something like that. Like you see like a, a boom or like Colt or uh, Xbox two or whatever, their concurrent views like dwarf them. Uh, even the, People like kind of funny, like a lot of these podcasts saw boom yesterday at like 1.3K. That's that's nuts. Concurrent people watching, right? That's amazing. I'm super happy for him because he absolutely deserves it. But what I'm getting at is like the this community more so than ever before, it controls the message now for Xbox and controls in a way is the thought processes of the fans. Um, especially these bigger channels and stuff. People rely on them for information, rely on them for the rumors, the leaks, the news, all this kind of stuff. And I, honestly, I think it's awesome because it's fun as hell, right? But what happens if there's something negative they don't want to know you about yet? They don't want you to know about yet. What, are, what happens if there's a different idea they have that is going to necessarily not correlate with what the values are seen from that community or those people? And then you see a massive U-turn. You see a massive U-turn where all of a sudden the people that have been spreading the message so much since 2016 and all this kind of stuff are now your biggest problem. Because they are out there saying Xbox is going to be irrelevant. Xbox is not going to have a storefront anymore. Why, why would they if they put games on PlayStation? And you have all these people that have become loyal listeners and people that are 
really respect their opinions and thoughts hearing this from from them and you're like oh man this is bad you know this is bad what's going on right i have what are they doing they're putting game all all games oh this game now they're considering this game wait now this person says they're considering that game now this person says they're considering that game Oh, what's happening? Oh, why even own an Xbox? Why even do this? Why even do that? I don't need to own an Xbox. No, well, I'm going to start spreading messages on Twitter too. And then everybody's going to reply to me. And then I'm going to feel important. And then they're going to reply to them. It's like snowballs out of fucking control. Microsoft could have, maybe there's like, there's a lot of truth to what's going on, but without giving them the chance or the opportunity to give us the message and the idea of what's happening, like, we'll never know what that was now. No, I 100% agree, Nate Dog. Yeah. I, that, I If you listen to Xbox Ultimate, uh, Nate Dog, the other day, that's what I said. They have to understand the the importance on Microsoft for not understanding that. Like, they're, they don't understand, like, this community that they've built up and, like, the importance that it has, but also the... Um, like people like Cloberol and, and all these kind of things too. Like all, all of this stuff. It's at the end of the day, the what happened with the U-turn. It's on Microsoft for not handling that messaging properly and handling that whole that whole fiasco, right? Like it's been a, over a month now, and they've been quiet, except for that we know we're going to get some kind of update next week, right? But they have to realize that they have to do better about controlling the message. And like Jez had a great article talking about, you know, uh, really it's at the core of it, if there was so much consumer trust and faith in Xbox, then people would just be like, oh, what does this matter? Like they wouldn't be talking about any, any of this stuff, but people are paranoid about the Xbox brand and have been for a long time. Right. If people are like concerned about every little thing they do and it, that spreads to where it becomes something that's hard to have faith in from, uh, from a lot of people and then also from the casuals. I 100% agree with that because that's a ripple effect. Um, but the issue is like Microsoft, this is it's just explaining that that's, that's the downside of having such a dedicated community that cares so much. Like, because if they turn on you, then you've lost that message. And again, that's on Xbox for not doing that properly to make sure that doesn't happen. But they really are um, doing, I think a lot in the community right now are doing more harm than good. Ultimately, you know what I mean? Like to the brand. I, I just kind of feel that way. Um, Jacob Novick says, summary, you're right. And I'm just paranoid. And Nick, Jeff and Jez don't help. <laughs> but like Jez has been trying to tell people not to be too panicky about it. You know, like um, Nick had that whole, uh, they had the whole Xbox era report. Jeff Grubbs. Grubbs been saying like, he'll, he'll pile on, right? This, I've noticed a trend lately of Grubb. Okay. I like, I'm not, no slight to him because he's gotten a lot of things right in the past. I used to look at his list of like when gaming events were going to happen months in advance and they always line up. Right. But I've noticed a little bit of a trend where like a rumor or a leak comes out, right? And then the next day he's asked about that on one of his shows or something. 
And then he piles on and adds to it with something else, right? And we've seen that with this rumor, like, consistently. You have, oh, it's Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, then it's Sea of Thieves, right? Oh, then it's, uh, they're considering putting Starfield, right? Oh, then it's also Gears of War. You see what I'm saying? Like you're, you're. It's kind of a pile on effect, and it has. I don't know. We we won't really ever know what the truth is, and unfortunately, because whatever it was, they've changed a lot, probably, and or at least on how they're going to deliver the message. So, I don't know. It's like who do you listen to? I don't know. I don't know who the fuck to listen to. I, I to be honest with you, I don't trust the information from any of them. Really, 100%. I don't think anybody should. I think you should have a grain of salt with every single rumor that's out there. Doesn't mean I don't think that there's truth to it. I think there's probably some truth to it, but like, I don't, not 100%. (laughs) Kate says, also, if any of these official sources people, I wouldn't be telling any content creators shit from here on out. It would not be worth my fucking job. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm in like a, kind of a let's all just relax and just wait and see what's going to happen and see what they say without just ta- reacting to every rumor, every new piece of nugget that comes out and, and, and stuff. Now, it's fine to talk about, I guess, like and speculate on because that's what we do. Like, it's fun, and but don't jump off a deep end because of it. Like, it, you're. People are like, are making de- making decisions on where they're going to spend their future money, based on rumors right now. That are advocating for price increases on Game Pass and day and day and date going away because of rumors. Like, come on, let's take a break and let's not try and fuck over the Xbox consumers. Right. Um, yeah, if, exactly, Jacob. For example, just said consider, but if he thinks before he knows that Twitter twists every word that this is happening, you should always think this way because people get more worried. Yeah, almost m- most of those rumors have all been considering. Yeah, considering, right? Like, again, Companies consider a lot of things, right? And there's been a lot of information come out about what's potentially going on at Microsoft and stuff like that with like kind of, uh, you know, dissension and all these kind of things. But we don't even know if any of that's fucking true. Honestly. Like, we just, like, sure, yeah, some of these people may know people or, or know things, but like, what if the one person that's spreading all this information is like exaggerating? Like, we don't know. I don't know who the source is. Like, unless they tell us who it is, we don't, none of us know how much faith to have in what, what's going on. Yeah. Uh, FarQ says many people are considered an unreliable source, but said rumor could originate from the same person and spread like wildfire. Yeah, and I'm not saying like these people don't have real information that being given to them. You know what I mean? I think there's somebody out there that's spreading all this information, 
right? Obviously. But again, we it's hard to say 100% what the truth is even from that. Like it there's so much stuff out there, but I've seen so many people like just reacting to this like in such a crazy way that I'm kind of like guys react and you know no slight again to tim dog but man you know he's kind of i he, he can do him and all that kind of stuff right because i think he is a cool guy you know I, he's nice we've had good interactions before a few times that i've uh, had him on our shows or whatever um but ha- having having the like tweeting about this non-stop right now and like all the negativity from the person that was championing everything they were doing for so long just kind of comes off a little bit like you're maybe a little bit too much in your emotions right now, you know, like, and maybe it's, he's rightfully so because he, but that's a personal decision to invest yourself so much into a brand, right? Like to get that emotionally invested to where it, seems to have done something to you to where you just can't handle it to where you're now uh, anti this and and uh making all these comments and stuff like that like i feel like there's a lot of that in this community where we're people are a little bit too much too emotionally attached like it's not that at the end of the day, right? We're all gamers and we all have passion for this hobby. I, one of the most things I appreciate is the passion for this hobby. I fucking love it. I love gaming. I love Xbox, right? But it, at the end of the day, it's video games. There's way more important things in life. If worst case scenarios happen, are we still okay? I'm just going to play on my fucking Xbox until the day they don't exist. And if that's ever happens, so be it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to like, I'm not going to cry about it. You know, like I don't want to see a Sega scenario or anything like that as much as anybody. But I will still be playing video games 40 years from now. Hopefully, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's at the grand scheme of things, guys, this is like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, and ultimately we just have to look at things, put things in perspective, take a step back, take a deep breath and enjoy the fucking games you're going to, you're playing right now. Enjoy game pass, play on the Xbox, play on the PC, play on your PlayStation, play on your switch, wherever the fuck you want to play and have fun doing it. And these companies are always going to try and make money off of us. Always. That is their goal of existence. That is the, that is the reason they exist, is to make money. So they're not going to change that. And whatever, whatever way they feel like is going to make them the most money and be better for their business going forward, they are going to do. And us lowly consumers who are invested in the brand, 
and like love the games and love all that shit, guess what? That shit don't love you back. Companies like your money, right? The developers have passion for making the games that we play. But this, this fucking Xbox I have over here doesn't have any feelings for me. <laughs> it's a plastic box. When I spend money on it, it's, it's for my own personal entertainment and enjoyment purposes. Play the games on it. Buy what I want. Play what I want when I want. Invest in the ecosystem. And I'm super happy because I think it's fucking awesome. And none of that. None of that changes. Despite this little business decisions that Microsoft Corporation decides to do to potentially make more money off of some of us. Right? Like, so, just, perspective is a big thing. Uh, Mr. Nichols of the $2 Super Chat says, Xbox is going PC mobile, no more at-home console. Uh, I think they're going to have an at-home console. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Like, I mean, I kind of have a vision for what the potential could be for the future, and it would kind of line up with what they're trying to do on mobile. And you can look at it like, okay, so recently Xbox had, I think Surface and also Windows are under like that whole same umbrella now. And I think they're trying to unify everything. So if you have a future ecosystem in which you have an operating system that is designed more streamlined for gaming, right? It's more of just like an entertainment OS. That's not, you know, all the PC shit and everything we have in the, in the background. You know, kind of like what an Xbox is, is Windows-based, right? But you have that design more for... Okay, you can use it on mobile devices. It can scale up and be used on other hard, uh, more powerful hardware devices and all these kind of different things. At that point, then you have a launcher with a dedicated storefront that then you can manufacture your own products for, right? And, and then get started that way. But then also you can allow or have partner with other manufacturers then to make more devices that use your storefront, much like we see right now with the ROG Ally right? Or like we see with other devices out there, like the Legion Go and and all these uh, other things, right? So now you see that if if Microsoft gets in on this game of like, okay, we're going to have a future where where our storefront, our ecosystem is playable on all these different devices, and we're going to open it up to be tons of different manufacturers, you could potentially see who knows what kind of hardware, right? And potentially that could be the future. The key is the OS, the uh, detection software for being able to make the games run most efficiently and optimized for those platforms. But Steam has already seemed to crack this code with the Steam Deck. Um, And other platforms are doing the same with the PC handhelds right now. So overall in the future, we could be looking at a future like that. I think we're getting a glimpse right now with some of these other devices into potentially what the future of gaming is going to look like. Now, maybe one of these manufacturers makes an actual console that you can access Steam or all that other stuff. It's more of like a a PC 
right? But just meant for gaming that you put on your TV. Kind of like what Steam tried to do with the Steam box. Um, if Steam does the Steam Deck 2, right, and they have it in a more powerful but also in a dockable fashion to where you just, like, take the Steam Deck like a Switch and put it next to your TV and all of a sudden it's blown up there, you're looking at it like, holy shit, um, wow, that is pretty crazy because I can play Xbox games, PC games, and also Steam games uh, there as well. Plus, then... You can have Xbox make their own hardware, PlayStation make their own hardware, but you also have all these other devices. So then it becomes to which device do you like? What has a preference? The ecosystem is the same, right? Um, but then you have other potentials of innovative hardware coming out of that as well. So I, I don't know. I I think there could be a glimpse into the future there, but we'll see what what happens. Um, I, I'll tell you how I've been gaming some lately. I got an uh, Android tablet, right? I got a, a Galaxy tab. Right, um, the uh, fucking what's it called? The S nine Ultra, fucking sick. Love this thing. And I have it like if we're watching a movie and we're hanging out in bed, I I have that shit sitting in front of me on the, on the bed, sitting there, propped up, you know, with a stand. And I use uh, Steam Link. I use uh, Remote Play for Xbox, and it is a fucking great experience i mean like oled screen it's like hardly any latency it's super smooth and i get all my pc games and all my xbox games just on my fucking tablet right there i use the xbox controller fucking it's like insane absolutely love it so i mean the the future of technology and the way we interact with our games and all that stuff it's just constantly evolving there's no way i would have been able to do that like five years ago and have a great experience jacob novick says like somebody said here this can be good and lead to more budget but if so xbox needs to say that and why they're doing this and what this leads towards there's there's going to be a lot of eyes on them i think they've really got to nail whatever this thing is Um, now I see why Caitlin is always yelling at me. Why? What did I do, Jasper? What am I, what am I, what did I do wrong? The chat's hilarious. I'm, I'm so lost. Shogun wasn't saying that you're mad, Mav. I misinterpreted his message. What? What's going on? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm seeing what's... <laughs> I, I'm so fucking confused. Um, and I guess there's people arguing, but not arguing in the chat. And then somehow Jasper says that Kate is always yelling at me and you see why. And then my wife makes these two emojis that I don't know what they are. I I'm so fucking confused, guys. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see ultimately. But like, the ecosystem's evolving; it's changing. Like, um, emotionally, am I going to overreact to anything that's announced? 
No, will I have a rant if I think they're making bad business decisions and how and they can be stupid? Yeah, like I, like I said, I like Satya. Like if the if these rumors are all true and 100, percent they're putting all their like games like after six to 12 months on other platforms. And Satya Nadella was up there saying like on live TV and stuff like let us compete and shit. Guys, fucking that guy's a fucking joke, right? That guy's a fucking joke. If if he out there is saying let us compete and then he's out there afterwards like backing down, that's a fucking joke, you know. So like, yeah, well I have a rant about that because calling him out on BS, you know, yeah. But ultimately, doesn't mean I'll enjoy my Xbox less. No. But anyway, other news, guys. Uh, that we didn't have fun pop today. It was on me. Um, but. Uh, Supposedly this Halo season two is pretty awesome. I think it's got like ten reviews so far. It's like at a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I know a lot of people may have not liked the first season, but supposedly season two looks awesome. So uh, give it a chance. I think uh, it's on Paramount Plus. I think it launches tomorrow, uh, the eighth. So what is that? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting trying to figure out what to do with fun pop guys, because I'm kind of in a conundrum with it. Uh, now that we missed this show because of me today, I wasn't able to do it, but, uh, going forward, right. Jasper is leaving cause he's taking a job. So that's like his last show will be like at the end of this month for a while at least and then psycho he's he's working late a lot right now so he doesn't get off until like usually until when the show is supposed to start and when the show starts like sometimes he has to close so it can be later and so sometimes he's not able to be there until like an hour but if he he worked all fucking day last thing he wants to do is get home and just hop on a show you know so that counts psycho out for probably half of the shows i don't know um and then you know three bit three bit's got a lot of going on all the time so don't know exactly what his schedule is always going to be like so i'm kind of at a conundrum going forward on what to do with fun pop so i I might have to reach out to people and see if somebody else wants to do the show. Uh, or I might have to put it on hiatus until Jasper gets back. So. I don't know. We'll have to see. But I've been thinking about it, trying to figure it out. Uh, there hasn't been a lot to talk about, really, movies and TV show-wise anyway. Like, we're a big Marvel thing, and, like... Their Marvel has not really had much <laughs> worth talking about in a while, so um, it's been interesting. Uh, let's see, y'all want to do? A, let's do a little Q and A thing for a little bit, and then we'll get out of here. Ask me a question. It's late, but we got 160 people. Hanging out, you get you can ask me questions about whatever, like um, it could be a ABK stuff, it could be Xbox third party, it could be what's my favorite drink. I don't care, Wh whatever you want. 
It asked me what, what I uh, want for Christmas. I'll tell you Christmas is too far away to think about that right now. I don't know. Any any questions you have? I'm sure you can think of a good one. Um, let's see. Can I give constructive criticism on Fun Pop? Yes, Eastside. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Little Anonymous says, what's my favorite food? Uh, my favorite food is tacos. Pretty sure. Uh, it's either that or like a ribeye steak. Um, how was the Big Red? Big Red is amazing. It's always amazing, dude. Absolutely fucking incredible. Um, okay, let's see. Jasper's going in the Magic Mike Las Vegas residency. <laughs> did you see that? Did I see? I saw the clip of Gaz destroying the Wooly Gamer guy. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Favorite trilogy? Oh God, that's a tough one. Favorite movie trilogy or game trilogy? Movies. Oh, dude. Film? Okay. Yeah, I'm super bad about I'm super bad at this. Uh it's easy to say like the Star Wars Star Wars like original trilogy or like something like that, but mm, I think I'd be lying. Okay, for a trilogy, there's not a lot of trilogies, guys. But I'll say for a trilogy, I would go back to the first three Indiana Jones movies. I loved those as a kid. Absolutely loved them. Um, and then I, my other thing was I was thinking about like the first three Rocky movies, right? And then as a kid, I loved Rambo. I loved the first two Rambo movies, too. I don't fucking know. But yeah, I would say the Indiana Jones movies. The first three. Temple of Doom. Or, uh, so that's Rage of the Lost Ark, then Temple of Doom, and then Last Crusade. What's my social security number? Asking for a friend. It's one two three four five six seven eight nine. Uh, Let's see. How can you Sony Pony support a brand that sends over secret spy balloons over here? What the fuck? Um, I don't have an answer. Devs love Game Pass because they got a guaranteed pay. Game Shark. Okay, well, yeah, you're talking to Game Shark. Okay, hold on. All right, will the Xbox community be able to get any more crazy before the end of the week? Yes. I sense that the Xbox community is going to absolutely uh, go apeshit crazy, and I think we all need to be... Uh, candidates for some kind of social experiment and study because we are all fucking apeshit crazy. Uh, has someone caught you dancing in front of the mirror? Uh, probably my wife. Yeah. Pro 
I, I'll just randomly dance stupid in front of my wife all the time. So probably once I was standing in front of a mirror. Should Matt Booty tell developers to start making compelling titles instead of niche games? That seems like a um, interesting question. Uh, I think they do make interesting titles um, and compelling titles. Like, I mean, they have a lot of big ones coming out. So, uh, but I think there's also some niche games too. But like this year, even alone, you get Avowed and Hellblade 2 and also um, uh, Indiana Jones. So, I wouldn't really call any of those niche. Uh, game Shark. So you were saying that Xbox... Oh, okay, you're talking... Man, I keep getting y'all's things like like it's a question, but y'all are talking to each other. Ooh, uh... Yeah, Grunge has... Yeah, it's Big Red Soda. <laughs> Favorite PlayStation YouTuber? Um... I mean, do I have to pick one? To be honest, I don't really watch, like, I don't have any reason to watch PlayStation YouTube channels. Um, I don't watch, honestly, too much Xbox YouTube channels. I don't watch a lot of the videos or anything like that. So I'll just pop in the podcast chat sometimes and say hi and listen for a while, you know? Uh, but, like, I, I, I guess if I, if I had to say it would be uh, Mr. Badbit. Uh, trophy room, but I, I honestly like don't really watch or listen too much because I'm just not as interested in the stuff, like in the games. Right? I, I'm excited for some, but I, I don't go out of my way to watch PlayStation content ever. Um, let's see. Back to the Future. That's a good one, babe. What are three items you might purchase at the grocery store to get strange looks from the cashier? Um, okay. I would buy... I would buy tampons, condoms, and cigarettes. All together. Tampons, condoms, and cigarettes. You do the math. That might get me a strange look. Will something like Perfect Dark go multi-plat? I'm thinking so. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. And if it does, probably way later. Uh, whoever's making the claim bears the burden of proof. It's logic 101. Yeah. Xbox crying because capitalism kills Trashbox Series X ass. Oh, hey, that's a great comment, uh, Ivan Shinobi. Uh, you're brilliant. Uh, um, okay, let's see. I'm trying to get cut through the bullshit here. <laughs> um, what kind of dances do I do? Oh, all kinds. I'm I can move, man. I may not look like it, but I I got some moves. Uh I love that soda I miss. Oh yeah, uh, Big Red's awesome. 
Gaming is always a personal preference thing. Mav does the Dougie in front of the mirror. Yeah. Uh, do I drink Mountain Dew? I fucking hate Mountain Dew. I hate it with a passion. Something weird about it. I think chemically, it's just wrong for me. It like does something to my mouth. I have so, like if I drink a Mountain Dew, I have so much fucking spit in my mouth. I just can't like I don't know. It's weird. It like activates like my saliva glands or something. It's weird. It's gross. Fucking can't stand it. And it just tastes like shit. I don't know. I just don't like. Uh, I don't like Mountain Dew. Have you ever traveled international? What's the last location you traveled to? I have never been out of the country. Nope. I've never been out of the United States. And I would say like the furthest away from Texas I've been is like Vermont or New York. Just through bus. I have Vermont. Yeah. Cause that's where my wife's from. I've been to like, Through several states. I've never been out of the country. I would like to someday. I don't want to fly over the ocean though. Fuck. Um. Magnum says Dreamcast guy is his favorite. Okay. Mav does the Mar Macarena. Uh, I've never. I'm not good at. Okay. When I say I'm good at dancing, I'm good at improv dancing. Like if if I'm talking about like some line dance thing or like something where you got to like be in sync with everybody and everybody's doing the same shit that everybody knows, I can't do that. I fucking hate those. They're all corny and gimmicky. I don't like them. I like to do my own thing. I got my own my own style. I'll I'll throw in there. Thoughts on a possible Xbox handheld. I think it's going to happen. And I think it'll be awesome when it happens. Uh, nobody addresses rumors. I bet it's cool. Okay. I've, I've been in New York City, but only in the uh, station, like a big bus station they have there. And that was a long time ago. Um, I should travel. Yeah, I I like to travel, but you know, we. I also am lazy, so I don't like to travel too much. <laughs> Chris asked my wife, "How would she react if I clean shaved my face?" She would probably realize I have more chins than she thought. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, I want to go to Iceland after seeing the Hellblade duck. Yeah, Iceland would be pretty. What are your actual predictions for next week? I think Bethesda games will revert to timed exclusive. <laughs> Honestly... Um, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know what to expect from it, to be honest with you. I, I have, I think they're going to kind of talk about ABK a little bit, talk about the ecosystem, 
and talk about that there will be some games that may go to other platforms, but uh, that this is no different direction than what they've already been doing. I think maybe something like that. I don't know. It's hard to say. Maybe they will say that uh, maybe they'll talk about future consoles. Mentioned that they have hardware in development for the future of Xbox. Because I feel like with the just the chaos, like the most important thing is for them to instill people's, get rid of people's paranoia about the digital storefront and the ecosystem. Because the last thing they wanted pe- people to do is just lose faith in spending money in their stores. Like, they have, people have no right reason to. But uh, that would be something I would try and deliver a strong message of, right? Uh, nothing's going anywhere. We're still going to make consoles well into the future, all that kind of stuff, right? I need to go to Mexico and eat authentic Mexican food. Man, I live in Texas, dude. You're good on Mexican food, bro. Like, um, I have um, one of my dudes that I work with. Every Christmas, they bring me two trays of fucking homemade tamales. He, uh, like, and I, and his wife makes them, and they're they're from Mexico, like, and she makes them for me, and like, like, there's authentic Tex, uh, Mexican joints all around the place here, where uh, people hang out, and you go in there, it's just mostly Mexican dudes, like, uh, eating at lunchtime and stuff like that, like, a fucking Mexican food around here, we're good. On that, I don't need to go to Mexico to have great Mexican food because it's here. There's also Tex-Mex, so like, there's two great kinds of Mexican food here. There's Tex-Mex, and then there's uh, like more authentic Mexican food, and like those are usually like, uh, in like random places and stuff like that. Like you'll have like a little hole in the wall, mom and pop type owned restaurant in a in a shopping center, right? But then you have like your restaurants, right? And those are going to be like more your Tex-Mex stuff. And uh, like the big restaurants, like there's so many that are fucking awesome. Like Tex-Mex is its own thing. It's not like Mexican food, really. A lot of beef, you know, like cheese enchiladas with, with chili con carne and rice and beans. And then you'll have like sopapillas and uh, like all, all this kind of stuff, right? Uh and then you'll have like your authentic Mexican joints. So they have the tortas and you have your like, uh, just, you know, tacos. They got all different kinds of stuff, you know, and like they're, every place is a little bit different. They have paradas and all this stuff. Uh, fucking great. Love them. Uh, I have a couple of amazing places really close. But yeah, both Tex Mex and uh, like more authentic Mexican food, we're fucking good on here, bro. Like, if anybody comes to Texas, I will say don't leave without getting great Tex-Mex. Because uh, you can get good Mexican food in, like, pretty much everywhere in the south Southwest, like all the taco shops and stuff. Like, uh, California, New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, you're probably good for, like, Mexican food. But, like, Tex-Mex, you're, you're only going to get the best Tex-Mex here in fucking Texas. Everywhere else in the country that sells Mexican food, usually it's a version of Tex-Mex that's shitty. Okay, you you come to tech, you come to Texas, you go to like some of these restaurants that have been here for like a hundred years, like El Phoenix, and you will. It's not going to be flashy. 
It's not going to be like anything looking special or anything like that, you know, but you'll be like, oh, I understand. Like, this is like good ass food, right? So Tex-Mex, if you're in Texas, have some Tex-Mex and then get some motherfucking barbecue. Absolutely. Get some barbecue while you're in Texas and get some Tex-Mex. Um, everything else is going to be pretty much the same as any other state, but, uh, you know, like I, I wouldn't go to Texas to have great seafood. You know, I wouldn't go to Texas to get great Italian food. I wouldn't go to Texas to get great uh, French cuisine or whatever, any of the other things. But if you if you come to Texas, you're gonna you're gonna have great uh, barbecue. You're gonna get great Tex-Mex, and there's a lot of good like burger places and stuff like that too. But anyway, yeah, brisket is fucking hallmark here. In Texas. <laughs> That's funny. Who's my favorite Star Wars character and why isn't it Jar Jar Binks? Uh, why isn't it Jar Jar Binks? Because Jar Jar Binks uh, is annoying. And who is my favorite Star Wars character? Uh... I'll just go old school and say Luke Skywalker. When I watched Star Wars as a kid, he was he was always my favorite, right? Yeah, I am getting hungry. Is Zenimax game or any uh, game goes multiplat? Are you going to have the paranoia all over again? No, because I personally don't care. Like I'm I'm not paranoid at all about this, and even if, no matter what they do, it's it's more of the reaction of the community that scares me than anything. Like I, as a person just playing video games, my experience doesn't change, but I feel like they have like Xbox should not fuck that up with the community. Right. So there's like a lot of aspects to this thing. It's complicated. Just do what the community wants and everything's good. Right. Just appease your hardcore and everything's good. Yeah, Nate Dog Portillo's sucks ass. Tillos, whatever. Um, I've ever tried Hop Dotties. No, I've never tried Hop Dotties. What's Hop Dotties? Yeah, Farky says I enjoyed Tex Mex, but nothing on the authentic stuff. Yeah, it's an. I think Tex Mex is kind of almost like an acquired taste, a little bit. Like you're just kind of like. You grow up with it. It's like it's like it's like soul food for me, man. It's like it feels like home, right? Um, it, it depends on the place you go because there's some that are definitely better than others. So, and it depends on what you get. So, like I don't know if you ever go, come to Texas, hang out with me. I'll take you to uh, a, a great spot and get great Tex Mex. Garcia says, Mav, Texas is literally better than the rest of the world, bro. So you're good on all that traveling BS. <laughs> right on. Um, am I ready for Ayudin Chronicles 100 Heroes? Yes. I still need to play some Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, though. Um, I'm just getting started in that. Han is your favorite game shark? Yeah, Hansel is awesome. All right, guys. Um, so yeah, apparently 
you know, we got a, we got some more days to wait. And we will find out what's going on. We'll find out what's going on. And uh, we'll have shows to talk about it all. And it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to talk about, regardless of all the chaos, right? This this gaming industry uh, community is is never not fun, um, although it is absolutely crazy what's going on right now. But I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, give me the cheek. Sorry for saying f you earlier. I thought you were telling me to fuck off, but <laughs> but uh, we're good, man. And everybody else in the chat, uh, you rock. And I hope you all had fun tonight on this episode of Mavcast. If you uh, don't mind, hit the like button, uh, hit the notification bell, subscribe to the channel, all that kind of stuff. And we'll be back uh, later this week with, I'm sure there'll be more rumors and craziness going on. So we'll see you then. Uh, Game Shark with a $2 super chat says, thanks for the late show, Mav. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Absolutely. And yes, Eastside Vandal, don't drink the bleach yet. Way too early for that. Don't go to GameStop and sell your Xbox for pennies on the dollar. Don't light it on fire. Don't do any other crazy stuff right now. Just wait and see what's actually going to happen. And we'll find out. Um, everybody, have a good one. Take it easy. Peace out.